Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Lainey and welcome to the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers. Welcome back. Hi, I'm back from Newfoundland. So you went to Newfoundland. Yes, it was awesome. Which kind of is timely because the Tony Awards yes, were the other day. We were there watching it. Um, uh, With like localers? No, local we people? were in our room. Okay. But I felt like part of the Tony experience. Welcome to The Rock? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on The Rock while The Rock was winning. Well, they won Best Director. Um, yeah, Newfoundland is awesome. And I really feel like now that I've come back, because I know that you and Yasik love fucking walking like 80 kilometers a weekend, that it would be your jam. It's so beautiful. And we went to Gross Morn and we went to this little area called Springfield and then we went to uh, the hot spot that everybody knows about. Um, you don't have to be Canadian. is Fogo Island because… Yes. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. I didn't go… I didn't learn about Fogo because of Gwyneth no, Paltrow. No, I'm sure you didn't. But she definitely made it really famous and it's awesome. It's like this small little fishing town. Um, and it, there is a insanely, insanely um, expensive inn called the Fogo Island Inn. And somehow I weaseled my way into getting a reservation because I just did. And well, like you stayed there? Oh my god! Fuck no! It's two thousand bucks a night. Okay. No, 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 but, no. So no. what was your reservation for? For dinner. Sorry, oh, for dinner. is it hard to get a reservation for dinner? I think it is, but I like worked my magic and somehow got that. Okay. So that was a real treat because we were… No, our accommodations there were lovely, but like it's you're not glamming shit up there. Like I was in a salt box, like an old converted salt box. Some of the places where you stayed. Yeah. The other places were also very questionable. Okay. Um, are Newfoundlanders going to get mad at you though? Like are they going to be like, no, what are you talking I about? Would, we have listen, luxurious accommodations. They don't, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, right. The place that we stayed in was wonderful. Um, but the Fogo Island Inn is next level. Yeah. Um, so we went there for dinner and… Um, what was oh, the food like? Well, before I even go there, I was like, Corey… Like it was our… It ended up being our anniversary on this trip. And so we had nothing really planned. There was nothing really fancy. And I was like, oh, the Fogo Island Inn dinner is going to be so great. Like we're going to actually have like really delicious food. And he was like… No. He's like, it's so pretentious. Like, and he found out how much it was for a meal. It's something like 125 bucks per person. Right. He was like, no, it's so pretentious that like, why don't these people who can spend $2,000 a night, like spend it on something better, like help people. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> if we had 2,000 bucks a night, we would also be staying there. He was like, these people are so pretentious. And I was like, oh, I hate you. And I was like, no, please just don't ruin this for me. Like, can we just right. go? Can you like eat some food that's not a peanut butter sandwich and just like enjoy <laughs> life for a second? Um, and so we go there, we sit down and it's beautiful. We have like all this wonderful panoramic of icebergs. And is he warming up now to the place? No, he, well, no, of course. He still has, he's, he's inside, he's probably annoyed, but outwardly he's being polite. Right. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh my God, oh my God, guess who's here? And I was like, who? Wait, because like, did he say it in that tone? Because I know Corey and like he, you know, I, he, 
you know, he doesn't OMG like no, we do. No, he never, I've never heard him say, oh my God, guess who's here? Right. <laughs> so he said it like that. Yes. And my first reaction was, I, I thought for sure it was someone that we wouldn't want to see. I was like, oh fuck, who's here? Like, I was actually thinking it was, what's that, the the sexual assaulter's name from CBC? Gian Gomeshi. I thought it was Gian Gomeshi. I was like, who's Canadian? Who's horrible? Oh my God, Gian Gomeshi, please no. Anyway, and then um, we look around. I looked, I turn around and it's fucking David Letterman, which was amazing because Corey, like that is Corey's, it's him and fucking Bruce Springsteen. That's like his two favorite people in the world. Right. So it was the best thing ever. Like I was like, I don't even care about David Letterman. The fact that you are freaking out, yeah. like totally, totally fangirling was amazing. So, and so, yeah, David Letterman and his wife and his son sat at the next table and Corey just had like the perfect view of just like watching him. He was like, it was so nice to hear him laugh. And I was like, oh, you're so cheesy. This is great. Like, so what dinner and dinner was amazing because Corey just creeped David Letterman the whole dinner. Well, he, it was his, like he was facing him. So that, like I would be talking to him and Corey (laughs) would be looking. I was like, hi, like get your shit together. Don't be so obvious. And so then, of course, we had to take a sneaky picture, and I felt so horrible that we did it, but we had to. We had to. We had to. It was his number. It's his number one or two. You got to do that. And he was like, "Can I go and like slip him a note?" No. Oh no. my god. Right. Right. He was because he, he was just freaking out. Right? Yeah. Because he was like, "I just want to tell him that I really like him." I was like, "No, you no, a- absolutely no. cannot. No, you cannot do that." Okay. And he didn't. No. I'm shocked that it was Corey who was like, <laughs> "Can I? Should I?" I know it was the best because it was like so close. He was like can I do anything in this situation? I was like, no. 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 He's with his child. He'll actually probably mutilate you with his words. Correct. And you will feel horrified. Yeah. So, no, you can't do that. Does he regret not doing it? No, he knows knows that he couldn't, but he really wished that in some alternate universe that would be okay to do. Right. Because you have a a major stance about that too, right? Yes. Especially… I feel like if we had saw, seen him on a hike or something, you could give Dave Letterman a high five and be like, what up? Love you, David. Or Dave, whatever the fuck you'd call him. But you can't interrupt dinner, right? Never. Especially with family. Yeah. Listen, I I have heard from people and they're like, you know what? I hear what you're saying, but it's one of those once-in-a-lifetime opportunities and you want to capture the moment. But it's just so <laughs> gross. Yeah, it is it's gross. It's really, really gross to me. Yeah. You can't do that. And I bet you there were a whole bunch of people that actually probably did it. the in. Um, do you know what I mean? Just like people who were also rich people who were like, mm, can I take a picture? But I just felt – we felt really out of place. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that especially with a child in tow. That's just like a no-no. No. I – yeah. So you stayed – But can I just say – I hope I haven't given the – like I did not think the Fogo Island Inn was pretentious. It was fucking beautiful. And if you ever have the chance to stay there – Stay there. <laughs> well, if you ever have the chance to stay there, it means you're rich. So yeah, yeah, you can like throw us some money so we can stay there too. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, so you stayed in more modest accommodations. Yes. So <laughs> That's true. We totally did. So an old salt, salt box, uh, converted salt box, which was beautiful on the water. Um, we stayed in like a glamping tent. We stayed in an ecopod and we stayed in a treehouse. Um, okay. And so I'll tell you for a number of reasons why this would be your worst nightmare because yes. those I'm, accommodations that is are not, not luxury me. For I'm you. a modern person. Yeah. I, I don't know what a salt box is and I don't want to know. No, it was beautiful. It was just a cute little loft. It was wonderful. That was actually like, I felt like I was living the dream there. Um, but yeah, the, and the eco pod was really gorgeous too. 
the treehouse, not good. I, I, I left a nice Airbnb um, review, but I wish I could take it back because I really didn't like it. It was freezing. There, it was not insulated. It was maybe, I'll have to show you the video actually. It was so tiny. It was so tiny. You couldn't move. Couldn't move. Um, and so, but I have a question for you though. Rewind. Okay. Um, this is an advice podcast, so I need your advice or something. So we stayed at all these locations. Yeah. And, oh, and a, and a bed and breakfast. We stayed at so many fucking places. So my question is, what do you do when you're staying in, sometimes in people's homes, right? Can you have sex in the bed, in their bed? Oh, not in their bed. I doubt it's their bed. But like, are bed and breakfast okay? That feels weird. Can I fuck in a tent? Can I fuck in a I think tree you can, house? I think you can fuck oh, in a tent. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Well, like, is it your own tent? No, no, it wasn't my own tent. So it's a, a rent tent? It's like, like, you know those glamping sites where it's like, you have a bed in there, it's like a plush. No, I don't know like, anything about glamping or camping. You've seen glamping pictures before where, where it's like all really nice in there. You have bedside tables, you have lamps. Look, look no. at my husband. Like, I just, no. you've ne- you don't know, you've never why would seen. I, why would I have seen these pictures? Like, it's not like I would ever Google glamping. Not interested. But like, we have- Google things we want to know about. I never, ever <laughs> want to know about okay. camping or glamping. So, Glamping in this particular case was a tent with a queen size bed with a like a nice down fucking filled whatever. So it's like a hotel, but but the room is a tent. Yes. Okay. I just I'm wondering. Listen, I'm not going to tell you where I had sex or even if I did have sex. I'm just curious. What are the rules and regs when it comes to staying in these accommodations? I I don't know. I I just okay. When you go to a hotel, (laughs) you free fuck. For sure. Bed and breakfast. You've had to have stayed at a bed and breakfast in your life. Oh. So you're in someone's home. I don't you think I've ever stayed at a bed and breakfast. I. So you only stay at five-star hotels. Not five-star. <laughs> yeah, like disappointed and said yes. I'm do. a princess. Like, I will tell you right now, I'm going to put on my Gwyneth Paltrow hat. And yes, like I am, I don't sleep outside. Listen, my beds in a five-star hotel are probably just as fucking ear buggy and beddy as any fucking other hotel. Well, I check for bed bugs, but no, I don't sleep outside. Okay. Like, this is not a thing that I, I don't know why people do that. People do that. Okay. Like, I know there are a lot of people out there who love camping. To me, it is against nature. I had, we, oh, I'll tell you this. We, we didn't even have a bathroom. We didn't even have a… Oh, we had to shower outside. The first no. night we got there, fucking pissed rain, and I had to shower. Listen, I am never doing that again. I will tell you that much. Yeah, I am like… How many years of evolution did our species have to go through to get out of that, get out of that situation? Why That's people true. voluntarily go right. out into the wilderness and decide to mm-hmm. sleep on like twigs yes. is I don't understand it. Never, ever, 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 ever. So even if I, like, it's my 40th birthday down the line and that's exactly what I choose to do, even though it's not, but now I just want to be spiteful and make you do that? Um, I, I can't. You wouldn't. I can't, no. You would just say no. I would ruin your birthday. Like, it, I would be doing it actually out of generosity. I would, like, for me, it would be like, you want to go and have a good time. Why would you want someone <laughs> like you, like me there who'd be complaining? And then I wouldn't do any of the work. Because right. I also know that when people camp, they have to work. I, I don't do the work either. Like, you have to make the fire and, and like, you know, cook the food outside. And yeah. like, I, I just, why would you spend? You, we work hard. We work hard. And when we 
have time off. I don't know why you would take time off to go work in the woods. Well, I did it mostly for Corey's benefit. And I think we both feel the same way. Like we're like, meh. Yeah. That phase of our life. Like I can't do that. I need, I need a washroom. Yeah. Yes. And I need to be warm. Yes. Which is why I don't know if I can answer your question. About sex. Okay. Because I, I can't even get my mind to that place right. where horniness is on the table. Because Maybe that's why then. I'd be so uncomfortable. Happened. Like even in a bed and breakfast, I know what they are. Yes. Good. Um, that's great. And, <laughs> but I would like, I don't feel like I would have a great bathroom experience. You and have your own bathroom. I know, but like it's probably not, what you, you know, that I would worry about the water pressure. Okay. And I would worry about all that <laughs> shit. And then I would, if I can't have a great shower, and because I shower three times a day minimum, if I can't have a great shower, then I don't feel like I'm in like the mood for sex. sex. Mode. Okay. Yeah. Well, then can I put this out to other people? I mean, it, my trip's over, so I don't really care, but I do still want to know for future reference. What are appropriate accommodations to have sex in? Is it a free-for-all wherever you stay that you're paying money for? Or are there like certain like do's and don'ts? Like you can't in a bed and breakfast because it's like in someone's house. And typically it's only one room, right? Like, you know, a bed and breakfast doesn't have three rooms this to rent three out. rooms. Okay. Got it. Shit. And are you the, are the wrong person. Are okay. The, let's… <laughs> no. No. Don't ask me other <laughs> stupid questions. <laughs> I I mean I listen. You can make everybody out there make fun of me all you want, look down on me all you want, but this I is would never. call it my flaw. I would call never. it call it's your it Achilles my Achilles heel. That's why never. I always say if there is like a zombie attack or some sort of invasion or an apocalyptic event, I would not survive. Yep. I would be the first to go. I would be the the non survival of the weakest. You would surrender right away. I yes, okay. I would be like take me. I am I am no use to our species. I know this. Okay. I have no value. Okay. So I get it. So make fun of me all you want. Anyway, shall we? <laughs> yes, go. Okay, so um, here's the first one. Uh, hey, Sasha. I've been with my boyfriend, C, for two years. We've been friends for over six years, and when we first met, we were both in relationships. We always got along very well and found ourselves dating once we were both single. I'm 31, and he's 33. The relationship has had a few ups and downs since it began. For starters, it took four to five months of dating before C was ready to commit to boyfriend status. A few months later, six months after we started dating, I dropped the L-bomb. Long story short, C told me he wasn't ever sure he could fall in love again. Although he was very into me, it wasn't love yet. I didn't want to give up on the relationship, so I continued on. The long story to this, if you want to read it online, is that the last time he was seriously in a relationship was three years prior to us being together. So about four or five years ago now. I knew him when he was with his ex and they had a seemingly great relationship and everyone thought they were in it forever. A combination of timing, mental health issues, hers, and change in what they both wanted out of it meant they broke up since he, and he hasn't committed to anyone since. We too have a seemingly awesome relationship, get along so great, similar values, we have so much fun, just the two of us, um, and in a group, and the sex is amazing. I seriously thought that this was something that had legs, but this weekend he told me he still didn't feel like he was in love and wasn't sure if he ever wanted to have kids or get married. I feel heartbroken to think you can be with someone this long and not be in love with them, and I know I have myself to blame for not addressing it sooner. I suggested a break so he can figure out his shit. Personally, I feel like two years is long enough to know if you're into someone and he's just too chicken to end it. We have a really large circle of mutual friends and part of me thinks he doesn't want to come off looking like the bad guy if he ended it with me. Do I need tough love from you guys or just ditch him? 
kind of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. Um, or do you think there's anything salvageable? Thank you very much in advance. E. Okay. Well, listen, we get these, we get this kind of thing a lot and I don't think that E is the first person. In fact, I think E is like the 1888th million right. whatever <laughs> yeah. person to go through this. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what so two th- months later, he's not in love, might not want kids or marriage. Two years later. Yeah, two years. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think we get these questions and they're like, it's three months, six months. Two years is a hefty amount of time to put work into a relationship, invest time, invest your feelings. And if you're not getting that back, then yeah, like uh, he needs to shit or get off the pot. And I think he's already told you the answer, which is he's getting off the pot. Like, you know what I mean? I, I he. What's so interesting, and I, and I love letters like this, is – you just have to, to our reader, E, reread what you just wrote us because you have documented exactly what we would say to you. Like, yes, he m- is probably never going to commit to you. He's told you so much. Um, he, yeah, he might be doing it because of the group of friends that he doesn't want to lose. Uh, you, you know what I mean? She's mapped it out for us and for herself. She just n- now needs to listen to herself because she knows the answer. He's not in it for the long haul. Yeah. He's told her that he may not ever love her. So what are you going to do? Yeah, like it sucks. It's totally heartbreaking to hear. It's a real fucking bash to your ego. But like pick yourself up and move the fuck on. Yeah. I mean, the closest comparison I would have to this is, you know, a slot machine. Have you been ever been to a casino? I sure have. Okay, so. A bed and breakfast and a casino. Great. So I have never been to a bed and breakfast, yeah. but I know myself, uh, but I know my way around a casino. Yes, I In fact, <laughs> I could probably design them at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like you could blindfold me and I could tell you like just from sound what is happening at, at any given space, <laughs> like in a casino. Um, so slot machine. So, you know, you see people who refuse mm. to get up from a slot machine and they're thinking, well, fuck, like. I don't want to get up from the slot machine and then the next person sits down and the jackpot comes. Like that's the worst feeling. analogy. That's the worst feeling Mm. in the world. And I feel like this is what happens with so many people where they stay in a relationship that they know um, that person is never going to love them Mm. and has told them as much as you said. And for some reason, they stick around and there's some hope there. There's like, I can turn this around. But part of it too… Whether or not you want to admit it is that you don't want to get up off that seat and then six months later, somebody else comes along and he falls in love and like a year later, they get married and they have kids. But That's going to happen. And that happens all <laughs> yeah. the time. But here's the thing. How does sticking around change that for you? Totally. Like ultimately, whatever it is that he needs to fall in love and maybe he's not capable of it. That is a possibility. Mm -hmm. But maybe he just isn't ever going to fall in love. Not maybe. He's just not ever going to fall in love with you. Mm -hmm. And sticking around is not going to change that. I'll also add sticking around is not going to change that. And taking a break isn't going to change that either. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's that slight chance where he'll be so brokenhearted. They'll be like, oh, no, I do know what love is. But like… That's movie bullshit, as you would say. Yeah. Movie montage shit. That ain't happening. No. So yeah. Don't, yeah. don't don't throw the break out 
to see if you can get him. Like, it, it's not yeah. going to happen. He's not going to John Cusack you outside your no. window. Like, <laughs> no. I, no. you know, and that, so there, yeah, there's the hope there. And then there's like that whole thing of like, well, you know, Some I don't want to like yeah. someone else. Well, you know, what's worse? Um, someone else coming along or you sticking around, like knowing that you'll always be the person who loves more and he will love you always less or mm-hmm. never love you. Yeah. Like, of course, it's a shit and diarrhea situation. Yeah. But, you know, in a shit and diarrhea situation, take the shit. Yeah, totally. Take because shit. you're 31 years old. Like, wow, there's so many, like, there's so much more out there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if someone does come along, then okay. Like, it's, someone will come along for you too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, um, also, just another thing too is um, you also have to not live your life for somebody else. And if, and if what you want is to have children and to get married and he has actually put it out of the table that that is not something that he wants, then uh, that's just another reason to break up with him. Also, it brings up some questions of, is he still having lingering feelings for his ex-girlfriend? He seemingly was able to love her um, right? That's what he said. He's like, he didn't know if he could love again after her. That's also something that you don't want to fucking take on. You don't want to always be looking behind your back being like, oh, that relationship was better. And and I'm sure if we ask E right now, that probably is an insecurity that probably still lingers with her sometimes. Yeah. Anyways, this, you know what? It's hard because they get along so well. It's hard because they have great chemistry and they laugh a lot and they have lots of great sex. But if you don't have the actual core part of a relationship, which is love, then yeah, you got to fucking move on. Sorry. But again, like as Sasha said, reread your no to us. And I hate to bring this expression back up again, but like when someone tells you how they feel, like believe them. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know why we don't take what people say at face value. Like, I don't think I can love you. Well, that's why your lottery thing is so, your jackpot thing is so right, right? Because I feel like I've done that in relationships too, where you yeah. just hope and pray that just around the corner, yo, something's yeah. going to happen and they're going to, like a switch is going to go off and they're going to be like, yes, I love you. We've all been there yeah. and I get it. But like, I feel like if there's anything you can start doing for yourself is to believe what someone says to you the first time. Yes. Um, good luck. Keep us posted. And again, it's going to be shit for a while, but shit's better than diarrhea. Yeah. Um, okay, next. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, so, uh, Sasha, I have two very close friends that are in different social circles themselves, meaning their only thread in common is me. Let's call them J and A. They're both very important to me, and I love them both immensely. J and I have been friends for nearly 10 years. A is a more recent friend in the past five years, but is a larger part of my family life and pretty much moved in with me to help me when I suffered from postpartum depression after having my second daughter. Needless to say, they're both great. And prior to the past year, they were both single. 
A was two years past a bad breakup and J had recently dumped her asshole fiancé. A finally had her first post-breakup hookup. And while it was a messy, disappointing experience, dude had what you referred to as weed dick, but with ecstasy and far less rigidity. He was really nice. Hey, I love that yeah. weed dick discussion because like I said, 80%. Yeah. 80%. Yep. Um, he was really nice and they spoke of it after. Meanwhile, Jay was also seeing someone. He wasn't great sexually, but he seemed very sweet. So I encouraged her to give him a chance. Turns out A's guy and Jay's guy were the same fucking guy. What? Oh, gosh. No. Let me just read this. <laughs> That's fucking legit what she's saying. I had to tell Jay... And when she confronted him, he admitted that he went out and met A, but claimed he was too messed up to even remember who she was and claimed he didn't remember waking up next to her. Texts later proved that was a lie. Um, A heart… Oh, my God. A was heartbroken simply because it was her first foray post-breakup and the guy didn't even remember. I call bullshit. And Jay was pissed because this guy pretended he was all in. Well, Jay stayed with the guy, moved in with him, and now at every party of mine where A and Jay are both invited, A doesn't feel comfortable going if Jay and the guy are going to be there. A suffers from some social anxiety anyway, understandably in this situation, and she's super important to me. And truthfully, I can't stand Jay's guy, so I don't want him there either. He hasn't turned out to be stellar at all since they committed to each other. Can I just invite Jay and tell her to come solo, sparing the rest of us from their incessant PDA and his general presence, thereby sparing A, any awkwardness she feels? Help! Holy fuck. How is A not fucking, like, singing to the stars? Like, hella fucking Luya, I'm not with this wee dick loser. Like, why? That's what's so weird. That's my, like, my first gut feeling is like, oh my God, A, congratulations. You totally bypassed what seems or sounds like a pretty, like, losery dude. This is so… Doesn't… Don't you think that? Like… I do. And I think that that is, like, the prescribed way to feel. But as we all know, we never feel the way we should feel. We often feel, like, shit about ourselves, even though it's irrational. Like, you know… A has been described as someone with some social anxiety, so maybe some confidence issues are there. And in these situations, like, yes, you can, like, pump yourself up and be like, well, I'm better off anyway. Fuck him. Snap, snap, snap. But, like, of course, that's not a lived experience for everyone when, you know, it's not a muscle that you've used. So I can understand, like, A might be like, well, fuck, you know, like, why did this happen to me? And who, why did I attract a guy like that? And why'd he and, go for Jay? And then you, you create a different narrative, oh, right? Yeah. And you say, like, maybe he was only shit to me. And, like, he's amazing with her. Even though, like, sure, our reader here, our, our letter writer here is saying, like, this guy's a douchebag. It's hard to believe. It's hard not to, like, create this fantasy for other people where they're so happy. They PDA all the time at the party. Course, and he changed for her. Yes. I totally see that and hear that and have been there, I think. But I feel like that's why I guess the duty, I think, falls on our reader here – or sorry, the duty falls on our letter writer here to help her friend A realize that Jay's boyfriend is a fucking loser. Like, that's easy. Fine. She doesn't have to see it with her own eyes if she's insecure and has confidence issues. But if I was in that situation and my one of my best friends was like, dude, you are so much 
like this guy, like I would divulge all the shitty things that he's done to Jay just to make my friend A feel better. Yeah. Um, it's not like she's making shit up. He sounds like a fucking, you know, R-rated loser. It's hard to believe the truth sometimes. Like it's, you know, even if your I, best friend tells you like you. I would take my bet. See, this is what I, I get where you're going with yeah. this. But I feel like pick your friend A up. Just be a good friend. That can, that, yes. not this, to say that she's not being a good friend, but. Just help her out. Let her know that she is way better off without this guy. Um, but when it comes back to our the parties, writers, the parties, yeah, can you disinvite a boyfriend of your best friend? I mean, my my answer is no. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't. Can you imagine if you hated all hated Corey, and you would just tell me that I could come, but I couldn't bring Corey? Well, it's not that simple. It's because Corey. Used to fuck Duanna. Like, <laughs> oh, I love that we're bringing Du into this. No, like, okay, it's yeah. not just that. It's like, if I had whatever kind of dislike for Corey, and like, I would never because I love Corey, but if Listen, I had any. Corey probably did fuck Duanna. <laughs> I, you know, that was not that far, but you know what I mean? That's not so far off to say we all work in the same thing. If Duanna had hooked up with Corey one time, some drunken night, I wouldn't be like, you would really like hold that, like all everything that we do is incestual. All of our friend groups are slightly incestual. People have gone together with other people. See, I know, no, I call, I don't know. Like I feel like there is a different level of bond between all of us. Where I don't think it would be cool. I honestly, day, you say that now, but I don't think it would be cool. Not if, like, current day, but can you imagine <laughs> in our like twenties when we first started really sure. all partying and stuff, and no one was uh, linked to anybody. And if Corey and fucking Duanna hooked up, I wouldn't be. Fu- I I wouldn't be weirded out. I would. I like definitely partied. If with I was in the you situation, like if we were all that close, because she's basically declaring that these two people are her closest friends. Yeah. These are. If she's Beyonce, this is Kelly and Michelle. Okay, got you. Right, and so basically, it's Kelly's husband fucked Michelle. Like that is weird. But Kelly and Michelle aren't even fucking tight. So who gives a fuck? You're you're giving me the Duanna thing, and Duanna and I are tight. But if we're doing what? <laughs> sorry, this is all getting Kelly and Michelle. This, but whatever. <laughs> a and J aren't even tight. So it's not like one of them kind of like backstabbed each other by going for the same dude. They didn't even know they were fucking the same guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no relationship between them. So I don't really know why it's that that awkward. Like. I'm just, I, this all sounds I think it's up. really insensitive. Don't you think it's insensitive of Jay? Like, Jay clearly knows who A is and knows that her boyfriend fucked over this girl. And then she goes to the same sp- space and is like, oh, I know that that girl got fucked over by my man, but let me just stick my fucking tongue into his ear right now. I don't know. But I just think that's ro- like but she gross. Owes, but she owes, it might be gross, but she doesn't really owe A anything. Other than she's like doing what she's doing with her boyfriend, who, yes, is a deadbeat, but that's her choice. Um, It's not like she has to like stop everything. She just can't like express her love for her boyfriend just because A feels insecure about it. I don't know. I'm sort of, this is, I'm like almost like now I'm turning angry because I I feel like this is too precious. This feels just too precious. Like everybody just get a grip, be in the same fucking place and um, don't make it such a huge deal. I I, I honestly, I, it's, I get it. I think that in a perfect world, people behave like this. But we don't live in a perfect world exactly. and there are insensitivities. So that's why, but that's why you just have to fucking suck it up sometimes because it's never going to be perfect. Because it sure as shit not going to be perfect when 
our letter writer is like, hey, Jay, your boyfriend can't come. That's causing like serious A-grade drama. That's going to that's gonna make things even more uncomfortable. Then what's going to happen? Then Jay's not going to fucking come to the party. Then Jay and our letter writer aren't going to be friends. And then they'll blame fucking A because it was A who was feeling insecure. And then A is going to feel like even more of a fucking outcast. It's going to be a fucking disaster. Well, when you balance out the unhappiness in the world, right? Who right now is in the weakest place? It's A. A. So, right? Mm -hmm. So in any given situation, in your, like, in your suggestion, A has to suck it up. A has to suck it up, but with the support of her friend, letter writer, to make her feel more secure, to make her realize that Jay's boyfriend isn't like anything special, that she can do so much better, and that he's a total fucking dweeb. Right. But, I mean, like I said… And suck it up. You can say all that, and then you go to the party, and then those people are like… Hot grinding never on each other. Have been in a room when that's happened? Have you never crushed on someone and seen them like, I'm talking like Robin song, I'm in a corner watching? Of course. Yeah, it happens. That's and life. I feel like those people are douchebags and a little bit insensitive. Okay. And I agree with you, but what are you going to do about that? Well, I think that to, can we give our letter writer a name or an initial? You love doing that. So yes. Well, because it's so like. <laughs> I know. Okay, fine. Um, B. No, B. 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 So. And what B's saying is like, who do I have to take care of the most right now? Well, the person who needs me the most is A. A. So yes, I'm going to prop her up. I'm going to be her cheerleader and whatnot. But at these parties, she's still going to feel so like totally exposed. But that's when you fucking huddle around her and you make her feel as comfortable as you can. But why wouldn't you do your duty as a friend? Like why wouldn't it be also a good friend to be like, hey, Jay, uh, come to the party and if you decide to bring douchebag, can you guys like chill out on the like PDA and like fucking dry humping each other? Because it's actually not very nice to, to A. Can you see it that way? Come to the party, but can you maybe like you're together, your happiness won't be affected or you just might not like, you know, get fingered at my party for one <laughs> night, but you'll get fingered in the new, like, you, but you can, can you save the fingering for, for the Uber? Right. So your, like, amount of discomfort is limited and P.S., not that uncomfortable because you're still coming to the party with somebody. But she's there and it's lonely. And she's already lonely and this is somebody with social anxiety and you are coming here to be and fair, flaunting social, it in her the face. The social anxiety was not that she has general social anxiety, that she has anxiety when she sees these people together. Right. So that's a big difference. A. Yeah. B. It's a fucking rite of passage. You sometimes have to realize that not everything can be yours and it hurts and it stings and you gain some goddamn confidence because you have great friends around you like ideally B who will help you through this, who will chum, chum, chum while you're at the party and you'll get over it. To create more drama and by telling someone like don't please don't show affection at my party. Like, that's just like, that's that's fucking weird. And, I and think Jay is the one who creates the drama. I do like, too. I do too. I'm not saying Jay… So is, why does Jay get to like drama-free without consequences? So who's going to put this bitch in her place? But she's not a bitch. It's one of E's best friends. I think it was her like, ride or die. I think it's she pretty just unkind. I think it's pretty unkind whether you know a person or not to like 
bring your boyfriend in and be like, oh, hey, look, I'm getting a titty grab by the guy who like gave you a weed dick. But too bad. <laughs> then you, congratulations, Jay, that you got the fucking big old hard boner. Like, I just think you're not, you have to, I, for me, I'm just uh, like, I, I'm just trying to think like if you and I both really, but again, we wouldn't, in this situation, we wouldn't even known each other. Right? Like, the, we're not even really that tight. The only reason why we're tight is because of B. So, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, let's say you and I both wanted someone. We were both single. You got him. And then I had to watch you guys in the bliss of your beginnings of your relationship love each other. I couldn't… I would hate… I would never ask you to stop doing that. I don't think that's fair of me just because I didn't win to tell you to lose. Like, yeah. you, get to, you get to make out with the person. Nobody's you get telling to, her to lose. People are… Uh, they're just saying, like, can you be sensitive of my feelings for the three hours when you're at the party? Would we say That's this? it. Would our… I would like to know if B would have written this letter if she didn't have such a hate on for Jay's boyfriend. How about if she really liked Jay's boyfriend? How about if Jay's boyfriend was great? She probably would never even be writing this letter to us. But the only reason why she fucking hates or she thinks that uh, Jay's boyfriend is… Look, shady. that guy's that guy's shady and he's gross, but I don't even think that's relevant. I think the like what's relevant is what it says about Jay, which is like <laughs> I know this is your good friend B, but like, yeah, like you're like I don't know. I'm not really liking Jay right now. I think that she's I don't think that Jay is a very friends, kind person. We've all ha- we've all had friends who have just had really bad taste. They don't have to be unkind. They just have really bad taste in guys. I wouldn't I don't feel like I would when if I knew another woman had been hurt by a guy that I'm with. By just a fling. A fling. A it fling. doesn't matter. Like disrespected that way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way and I feel like this is going out of her way to like remind her of that embarrassment. I think that's what's unkind. Or to I be oblivious. Disagree. Or to be… And the fact that she's totally oblivious tells me that, oh, you're, to quote Jennifer Aniston, missing a sensitivity chip. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and that doesn't make her very attractive. Jay, I mean. That doesn't make Jay very attractive either. So, like, I mean… So, what's your advice? Um, Jay? Jay's a horrible person. My, my advice would be to, to straight up tell Jay, like, hey, I'm happy that you're so happy, I guess, medium happy with this douchebag. <laughs> um, but, like, but, you know, I have to tell you that, like, A is still having a hard time. And so, for now, can you, like, just cool it? Lay on, off the fingering. Lay off the fingering. <laughs> if, would that be okay? Can you do it as a favor to me? Okay. Um, until maybe she feels better. And like, listen, if it's a prolonged situation, then then I think you're right that A needs to maybe suck it up more. But like, obviously, well, I wish it's I would, still raw. That, that would be interesting to know that timeline, actually. Yeah. And that would be… Sure. There. So there you go, B. You have two choices. Yeah. Either go with Lainey and talk to Jay and tell her to stop getting fingered in public. I would like more information a, on Jay, though. Like, we yeah. need to… I I would like to do forensics on what whether yeah. or not Jay Lainey's is actually a good friend. that Jay is shady, mm-hmm. like her boyfriend. My advice would just be prop your homegirl A up, make her feel really good, let her really drive home the point that this boyfriend of Jay's is like a really big loser. Like, bring out the fucking big guns and, like, unleash whatever weird stuff that you know about him so that she feels better that she's missed out on that loser. And make her feel really comfortable at these parties and invite other hot dudes that she can crush on and want to fuck instead of this other loser. And that's it. Scene. <laughs> Scene. Um, 
Thanks for writing in and keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. And don't forget to check us out on Google Play and iTunes. Leave comments. Thanks so much for your support. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 